Hi everyone, this is Christina and you're listening to Get Lit Ferrari. Okay, so it is January the 8th and I have to say that I've been finding it very difficult to keep my interest in any book. I think I started like three since the beginning of last week and nothing has like I would read like three or so chapters and be like, yeah, I can't read this. So <laughs> I am um, starting, I, although I did start two additional in addition to those three. And then I was like, oh, I can read these. So hopefully I'll be able to get at least one of those finished by the end of next week. But so for today, today's episode number 19, we are going to review Matthew from the Bible. If you recall, I went to school for religious studies, and so this is an interest of mine. So if, if you're a Bible thumper, then you know, you will get to hear my, um, the things that stood out to me when I read Matthew this time, because I mean, I've probably read it who knows how many times. <laughs> um, according to like, I think my daughter and probably my husband, I've probably read the Bible more than like anybody else they've ever met. So um, this time I'm going through my Bible and I'm like, I'm going to read all of the sections that I haven't read in this copy of <laughs> the of the bible that i have this copy because i had one before and i gave it away um and it had like lots of things underlined and so i'm going through this one um the, and i'm going through the sections that i hadn't read um so here we go we'll start matthew and i think this is matthew 311 he will baptize you with the holy spirit and fire. So the fire part was something that stuck out to me this time. So um, then we're going to go, and I don't even know if it said anything about the fire, but I'm not going to go back now. Um, Matthew 537, it was, this is in the Jesus teaches about vows. And he doesn't want you to swear about anything. Um, he was basically like, don't swear on anything on heaven or earth. All you need to sim is to say simply yes or no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. So don't swear on anything. Okay. He's just like, just say like, I agree. <laughs> it's better for you. He's like, it's better for you to just be like, mm, no, I don't agree with that. Or yeah, I, I see. I just wanted to say I swear, but no, he's like, don't swear. He's like, say just yes or no. Just say yes or no. You're saving yourself if you do. Okay. <coughs> Skip to Matthew 9, 13. Jesus says, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So he wants us to be merciful. He's not saying like, oh, give up everything. You know, you don't have to sacrifice a lamb. I am the ultimate sacrifice, right? He's like, 
just, you know, have mercy on people like I have mercy on you, right? So skip to Matthew 10, 34. And this is where um, Jesus prepares the disciples for persecution. Um, and he's like, I did not come to bring peace by a, but a sword. For I have come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies will be the members of his own household. Okay. So, I mean, I'm not making this stuff up. You just, you know, it's all in here. All of this stuff is so very interesting, right? When you think about it. And I'm sure, you know, if you want to learn more, you can you can go to the internet or get to a study Bible because there's some study Bibles that have interpretations at the bottom. But there are many interpretations. So you kind of have to like seek out a broad variety of resources in order to come up with your own conclusion and have your own relationship with God and Jesus so that they can speak to you in their own way. You know what I mean? Like you have to have your own relationship in order for these things to be things that are going to stand out to you. So these things are things that are standing out to me now, right? Like maybe 10 years ago when I read the Bible, I probably completely passed over this. Okay. And I mean, there's so many other things that I underlined throughout Matthew during this reading, but I'm skipping over much of it and just pointing out some things that I feel are worth mentioning. Okay. Um, <clears throat> in Matthew 12, um, under the religious leaders accused Jesus of getting his power from Satan, Jesus said, every kind of sin and slander can be forgiven. Okay. So think about that when you're out and you're, and people are sinning against you and you're sinning against God. Remember that every, like all of those things can be forgiven. Okay. And you just have to ask for forgiveness. Um, and then uh, Matthew 13, 56. Um, talks about Jesus encounters differing reactions to his ministry. The people of Nazareth refuse to believe. Okay, so he's in his own town and he is trying to, you know, do his thing as Messiah. <laughs> and he's basically like, look, I know you all know who I am because I'm like Joseph and Mary's kid, but I'm telling like, I, I get it. You don't believe that I say I'm the Messiah. And that's cool. It's not cool, but it's fine. I'm not going to help you people because you're ignorant. No, he didn't really say that. But um, <laughs> I think it was implied. Um, the point that I want to point out is 56, where 1356, where he's just like, aren't where the people in the town are, aren't all his sisters with us? So this is something that I've noticed throughout some of the things this time, you know, are that Jesus's brothers are always mentioned and 
his mother, who is a woman, but the sisters are not. And that's kind of very frustrating for me because it's, you know, who are these people? I'm always like, who are these people? I like write things down in the Bible. I'm like, like, it'll be like, oh, Jesus did this thing. Okay, where is the historical record of this thing happening, right? Like, I know that I, I need to seek outside sources that are not just the Bible, right? Because I know that people are always like, oh, they're, you know, the Bible is historical, but I want to see actual historical accounts, right? Like, I mean, I know I need to read, like, some of the historical record from, like, Caesar Augustus and, you know, those things that had been in place or, or Herod, like, I know there has to be some type of, type of historical record, like Pliny the Elder. I don't know if that's how you say it. Or like, um, I know there's another one. I can't remember um, their name. But I like have a list of his, historians from that time period that I'm like, I need to go see. But there was one, um, something about Caesar, I feel like, Tiberius. I don't know. Ti I wanted to say Tiberius, but I'm not sure. Anyway. Um, there was a joke that somebody was said to have said about, I'd rather be something than a follower of Jesus. Okay, so like, there are historical records that Jesus was a man that existed and that he had followers. Like, I know that, but I just want to read some of the other things that people had said about these early like about Jesus about the things that had happened about you know whatnot all of you know so I encourage you to try to do the same and if you do please feel free to drop me a line of something that you think I should look into um so we're now on we're gonna go to Matthew 15 24 and um Jesus sends out a demon Jesus sends a demon out of a girl. Um, so uh, Jesus said, I was sent only, 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 only. I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. So all those folks who were already doing God's work, who were already believing, who were already good. He didn't come here for you. He's not here for you, all you Bible thumpers. Like, although he does preach about false prophets and that, you know, and, and the like, but he wasn't here for the Samaritans. He wasn't here for the Gentiles who were already doing good. He can make Abrahamic children out of rocks. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be a descendant. I mean, he says the descendants of Abraham, but he can make descendants from where he can pick them out of, you know, out of thin air and be like, you're a descendant. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't have to be there's a lineage, which the whole lineage thing is a thing. Like I was just reading in Luke. I think it was Luke. Yeah. About Joseph's lineage and how 
it was thought, I'm going to put thought in quotes, thought that Jesus was Joseph's son. And then it gives the genealogical record from God slash Adam to Jesus via Joseph. But he's not Joseph's son. So I want the genealogical record of Mary. And I wonder if that exists. I don't remember if it does. If it's in here, I certainly bypassed it or misread it or never read it or don't remember. But food for thought. <clears throat> anyway, we're on Matthew 20. All of Matthew 20. Well, I'm not going to read all of it. I'm just going to tell you that it says Jesus tells the parable of the vineyard workers. And um, they talk about like the unfairness of, and I'm going to equate it with, uh, you know, you go to Home Depot and you're like, oh, I need a worker and you pay them this much for the whole day. And then you're like, you go back to Home Depot and people are still standing around looking for work. And so then you're just like, you know what? I got the money. We're just going to hire all these people for the same amount, for the same amount of day, right? Not for the same amount of day, but just like, say I go at eight o'clock in the morning and then I go back at, at like one thirty, and the day ends at five and everyone that worked that day, no matter if you started at eight or one you're all going to get paid the same for the whole day. That to me is equity. That to me is respecting people and valuing them as humans that realizing that, you know, yeah, you might have worked longer, but Joe needs to feed his family too, right? And that's, that's equity. That's bringing people up. So there you go. If you want to talk about, if you want, you know, a, a, a verse or something for that, that's where you're going to find it. Um, Matthew 23, 23. Three, yeah, Matthew 23, 23, the more important matter. So this is Jesus condemns the religious leaders. The more important matters of the law are justice, mercy, and faithfulness. So remember that. Um, Jesus teaches on the Mount of Olives. Jesus tells the future in Matthew 24, you will hear, and this is where he's predicting like the end. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these things are the beginning of birth pains. Um. So we're going to skip to Jesus dies on the cross. And after he cried out and then had died, the parts that I want you, the part that I really want you to hear is 2751 to 53. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook. The rocks split and the tombs broke open. In this part right here, you ready? The bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. 
They came out of the tombs after Jesus' resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared to many people. Where is the historical account of this? Somebody had to have wrote this down. People had to have done flip their lid when this happened. I mean, if this account, if that did not make you a believer at that time, what's it going to take? Literally, people who were dead rose to life told people about it, went probably home to their families that had thought they were dead for who knows how long. I mean, this is why Jesus is so well known throughout the world because the word spread. Everything that he did spread. The miracles that he had performed spread. Like, people could say, oh, yeah, this is just something that was written forever ago and it's, you know, fictional and whatnot. Because I feel like people need to witness themselves, right? They, They need to see in order to believe. And there are some things in here that are just like, parables. They're just stories, right? But like at the same time, a lot of those stories have good teachings in them. Whether you believe in Jesus, whether you believe in the Bible, whether you believe that it's a fairy tale, whatever, fine. But there are so many things in here that are just amazing that I, you know, I don't know. I wasn't there. But I choose to believe, I choose to have faith that, you know, things happened. That's it. (laughs) I think, I don't know. (laughs) Um, Tell me what you think. Have you read Matthew? Um, And if so, what what is your take? I'm, I've read Matthew I, this this time around. I've read Matthew, Mark, and now I'm on Luke. Um, so, yeah. And it was after um, I, I read Matthew, and then I had already read Mark in this book, in this version of this, this Bible that I have right here. Um, but then I reread it anyway, just to see if the things that I had underlined before were things that had also stuck out to me this time around. Um, I don't know. Let me know what you think. So I figure this was a good episode, kind of because I couldn't find anything to that was going to capture my attention that I needed to read, that I needed to report back to you all on. And so with my background, I thought that it would be fitting or appropriate to just go ahead and put this in here. And, you know, in light of this week's crazy chaos in the United States and me living here, how fitting for me to, I think, in my opinion, um, read something more inspirational or that could provide 
some other kind of a, I don't know. I just needed something comforting, maybe. Like nothing else was sticking. So that's it. This has been your host, Christina, in episode 19 of Get Lit Orary. Till next time, folks. Have a lovely day. Bye.